Thanks for tuning in to the Entertainment News Break on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. guys like most of our other shows first thing i want to do is be able to thank and uh just appreciate uh the patrons that we have out there that are part of our patreon community and stuff like that that's in our discord almost every day talking chatting and having fun uh thank you guys uh we also have like uh merchandise and stuff like that you can jump on we also have audio feeds for the people that can't watch on video all the time or whatever uh we've got that set up for you guys uh underneath the podcast just look up let's get ready network on almost anything you'll find us somewhere uh, but yeah, first thing and foremost, like I said, is we just wanting to thank all you guys. Also, Valentine's Day today. Appreciate all the ladies out there. Hope the ladies, that the, at least the ones, especially the ones that deserved it or whatever, got what uh, they wanted or even got more than what they even bargained for and everything else. And I hope the day was like a great day uh, and everything else for you guys. Uh, and with that being said, let's get it started. I'm joined today by Dagan, like yep. always. What's happening? by Dagan, like always. But speaking of the Patreon, uh, we have uh, one of our Patreon uh, members actually joining the show today to help talk about some of the topics. I'm going to bring him right in, uh, and that's Mr. Rob Fishbeck. How's it going, everybody? What's happening, Rob? How's it going? He's here to talk about movies. So That's a good thing, because that's what we do here. We talk about the movies, and, well, we kind of do throw in video game news and stuff like that if it's big-time stuff uh, going on over there, too, as well. But uh, thank you. And like uh, right there at the bottom of the screen there, man, the if you have it yet. Right under yeah. Rob. Hit subscribe, Boing. hit that alert, Just like, hit the comment, face. comment, you know, do whatever. Talk about uh, some of our garbage takes that we may have on certain yes. things and all this stuff. But like, yeah, man. We like a friendly, lively debate in our, our chats as well. Sometimes it gets a little heated when you have trolls going in there that yell at me and tell me that I, I have a stupid haircut and that girls don't yep. like my haircut. On Valentine's Day, talking about maybe, maybe that's the reason that I'm uh, uh, spending another Valentine's Day alone by myself. But it is. Hey, it at is, least man. I get to chill with you guys. So hey, some people's got go. them long distance things like me and Brandy got going on. So like it just didn't work out. But, uh, yeah, for me to be able to be there or her to be here at this time. But anyway, uh, what Brandy, even is Valentine's? Day? What, what, what are the origins of the silly holiday I'm, that we? I'm gonna be honest it's with you. Not too, even like, a national holiday. Uh, Brennan with a hello, and then uh, he also seems excited that Rob's here. I did not think we'd have one person excited that Rob was here, but uh, we already have one uh, already on the docket Brennan. there. But hey, let's get this started, man, because we got some let's stuff to it. go over. I jumped on this a little bit earlier, but we got the box office to talk about, and uh, it was a notable week because we are one week before the massive, I'm sure, hundred plus million dollar opening weekend for. Ant Man and the, the Wasp in the Quantum Mania, or whatever that a long title is for that movie. But we did have another 
sequel that was released. And it was one that I didn't even realize was a movie until about just a week ago. And that was Magic Mike uh, 4, 3, 4, I don't even know. But it's called Magic's Mike, Magic Mike's Last Dance, starring Channing Tatum and Salma Hayek. And it made just about over th- just over $8 million domestically. So not a huge weekend for the movies. A lot of people watching the Super Bowl. So you're going to have that weekend, usually the first weekend of February, now the second weekend of February, where there's like nobody really going out to the movies. The number three movie at the box office was James Cameron's, not Avatar, Titanic. Titanic at number three at the box office. So James Cameron with uh, a good chunk of the box office this weekend with both Avatar and Titanic. So there you go. I don't think a lot of surprises there. Magic Mike really being the only kind of newer release here in the docket. And uh, yeah, I think it's just one of those weekends where it's like Super Bowl and then you get your big release the following weekend, which in this case will be Ant-Man, which I'm, I'm guessing will probably pull in about $100 million. So um, you think there 100? you go. Somewhere yeah, between right. 80 and 100, I would say. I don't know if it's going to quite do 100 because the reviews have been divisive. You know, if this was one of those movies where everybody was freaking out, like, oh, my God, it's the great like uh, an end game or a Spider-Man No Way Home. But this is one of those ones, much like a lot of the MCU releases that we've had over the last couple weeks, where it's like some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Not really a lot of in between. So I I think it'll the first weekend it'll do really well and then it might taper off. Of, I don't know if it'll quite do 100 million, but I think it'll it'll be up there for sure. I think on the weight of the fact that for the older audience, you're getting Michael Douglas's return plus Michelle Pfeiffer and Bill Murray Uh, for the younger audience, uh, Jonathan majors, who's definitely got a lot of weight to his name right now, especially with Creed three coming up. I could, it's really going to end up being what tomorrow says, like when they put more reviews out tomorrow and we see the tomato thing went from 63 to 55 already, just within the last like eight hours. So Ooh, that'll be wow. like that'll be the telltale sign. But based yeah. right now, like if it stays the course like it is, I could still see it pulling like 120. Because again, it's the dead of winter. Yeah. Uh, nobody else has got shit to do. People are looking to get out and do something. They they were at their house last weekend for the Super Bowl. I could see it doing like 120. Baby face killer. Yeah. It's it's okay. one of those things where it's like the only thing that we really has been out over the last few months is Avatar. It's like, what are your options at your local theater that only shows three movies, like mine here uh, in Vermont? It's like Avatar, Avatar, or some random indie movie, like The Whale or something, you know? But that's not going to, like, pull in big numbers at the box office. With what you're saying, though, like, on the same side of the coin, like, tomorrow's just fucking brutal, you know? And, like, like Thursday, I'm going at three in the afternoon on Thursday. So, like, I'll be literally a part of that initial initial reaction wave like that word of mouth wave um but i think tomorrow and then that is gonna be like the difference between what you're saying at 80 and 120 because that 40 million dollars that's that's the that's the repeat viewings that's the hey i'm gonna call three of my friends and be like don't wait for disney plus you should go check it out Yeah. yeah look uh this is my thoughts right here it is getting sad because we just talked about today's Valentine's Day. So this is Valentine's Day weekend, what we just went through. And for the movies to be that down, I mean, that should be like a huge date night thing. Like, 
uh, men and women going out, like uh, seeing movies and stuff like that. And for the movie theater to make this low of uh, money, is just ridiculous. Like I, that that is a sad state of affairs for the box office. We kind of saw it last year and some so far this year, unless it's like this big, huge movie, like not even big numbers are coming out. And, and besides Avatar and Top Gun, those are two like standout movies, you know, that's like made a lot of money. Like none of these other movies have came in here and made a, a crap ton of movie uh, money uh, like they would have. It seemed like uh, before everything kind of got halted a little bit with the uh, with the, you know, the COVID and everything else. But like that's not affecting that. Like I uh, saw a thing or at least heard a thing about the movie theaters being down like uh, almost like 50 percent. And this is based on like a 2018 number like going back before, uh, before COVID compared to like what it is now, which is after COVID. Like there's really no excuses now. 2023 like AC. Yeah. 2023, everybody's <laughs> living their life. Like you might still be a little careful and you might wear a mask in a crowd or whatever, but like. Can uh, we just reset COVID, the calendar? By the way, COVID, can this just be three? We're in the year three. But COVID three isn't AC. like affecting, COVID's not affecting none of this, right? People still going and doing their things and living their lives now. We yeah. just, COVID is just a thing that we have to live with. So it's still kind of sad. The movie theater, the box office and stuff like that being where it's at. It was very smart, though, I will have to say, to release a movie like Magic Mike and even to re release a movie like Titanic. It's a good Valentine's Day. Because it's a movie. good Valentine's yeah. Day thing, right? The the guys are like, well, what do you want to see, babe? And they want to go see Magic Mike. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the, the guys are taking it on the chin this weekend and stuff like that and, and going to see that movie. And I'm going to be honest with you. Any movie out there would have been better than that last five minutes of the Super Bowl that we got since the big letdown and that ref, you know, had to throw that flag when he did and everything else. So, like, uh, hopefully these movies are uh, have a better ending than the Super Bowl did. But with that being said, uh, look, in honor of Valentine's Day and in Valentine's honor of Magic and, Day. Yeah, and, and in honor of, like, Magic Mike being released there in that weekend, Dagan, mm -hmm. hit, hit the music. Hit the music, music. Hit the, music, the music. What music? Look, I'm prepared. Put on, put on something. Put up. Put on something lovely. You know. Put on something lovely there. You know, I could start singing. I don't. No, we don't need you to that. sing. We don't need you to sing. Love somebody. No. Love what? Somebody. What are you? What are you queuing me up for here? I don't have any music ready. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Yes, we about. do. We got plenty of music. Here we go. Oh no! What's happening oh, here? Oh lord. Do I have to? Do I have to? Do I have to end the stream? This what is, is going this on? This is for the ladies out there for Valentine's Day. What is go, What is, is happening right now? For the ladies out there in Valentine's Day, love you, Brandy. Oh my God! Are you watching this, Dagan? Mm. I, I I don't I don't know what is happening. Like somebody's somebody needs to stop it's this immediately. It's hard to not watch. This, I know I it's weird. It's like I have I have my button on on the ba on the remove ban button for Justin here, but I, for we some reason I just can't. Office with with Justin dancing. Uh, we could have. Do you guys think? So I have a question. So do you guys think uh, Magic Mike would have performed way better this past weekend if Titanic hadn't been in theaters? And if it wasn't for the Super Bowl, yes, okay. both of those factors. Okay, I think. Yeah, I think it could have done like twenty if Titanic wasn't in the theater because it's like that. Yeah. But like that's the that's the classic. You know, it's like why would you not go to that? I've never seen screen. If I'm mm -hmm. being honest, yeah, I've never uh, seen number one. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like mm -hmm. I don't know if that's is it is that a is that a horrible thing to say? Are people going to get all mad at me that I don't? I'm not a big fan of that movie. 
uh, on the internet. Um, but yeah, I I just have never know if I would pay fifteen dollars to go see that on the big screen. Oh, they were charging fifteen. I'd have to have a, I'd have to have a re, I'd have to have a really hot date that would really want to see that <laughs> just, just in the theater for three hours for that like you know have some some like on a day armis looking lady as my my date so that's the the thing anyway I think we should we should probably move on and talk about something else um <laughs> we uh speaking of attractive ladies I guess I'm I'm horrible at segways tonight guys I apologize. Apologize. We have Emma Quinn from The Crown, uh, which is a show that I haven't seen, uh, joining the cast of Marvel's Deadpool 3, which is technically MCU, so that's why we have it branded as our MCU corner this week. Um, I'm not super familiar with this actress. Again, I haven't seen Crown, uh, but I know that this is apparently going to be a kind of a big role. Uh, it says here, report from Justin Kroll at uh, Deadline that uh, it will be a, like a, a major role uh, and that it, the details are unknown, but that uh, she's playing the villain. So that's, that's an interesting, they got a female villain for Deadpool, as you all know, is going to be starring Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman as Deadpool and Wolverine. I think this movie is probably going to be called Deadpool and Wolverine, but we'll see. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, good news here. I, I'm not familiar with this actress, but just looking at her, I mean, she's like she could play a pretty good villain. So, yeah, what about what about you guys? Uh, we got to Justin on this one first. What do you think about Emma Corrin joining join Deadpool too? Don't know a lot about the actress. Uh, just excited this movie's getting made, but like my excitement is toned down because it is the first one coming out since like Disney kind of owns this property and everything. I mean, they're saying it's going to be rated R, but like. You know, their rated R may not be the rated R that the Deadpool needs to be to a certain point. I mean, uh, Deadpool is all about being this crazy, like goofy, like uh, just fun character to just go down and, and, and watch a movie and don't really care about plot. You don't even care about that kind of stuff in this style of movie. You just want to go see it and have fun. Hopefully this actress like fits into the to the role and like plays a good spot. So far, the first two, two Deadpool movies I love. So I'm hoping I love Deadpool 3. But like I said, my excitement for it is kind of toned down compared to what like the other two would have been just because of the fact of who owns it and like what kind of like control are they going to have over the overall storytelling and stuff like that. I mean, but at the same time, even though my excitement is down because of that aspect, it's also sort of up because we're going to get to see Wolverine again uh, and see what kind of fun they have. Like yes. with Hugh Jackman in here, like how much is Hugh Jackman going to be in the film? You know, is he going to be like a main character, not a main character? <clears throat> but it is uh nah it's a uh, it, it's kind of right there like it, it, i i hope it's I gonna mean, be great but like i said i have my doubts i mean the man is almost 55 years old and there's pictures of him like on his social media or him, like i i just don't understand it like again i'm like i'm 33 almost and i get winded walking up a flight of stairs so I, I i really don't understand how these guys are, are able to do it but i am interested to see if it's like i think for sure it's a big role i don't know these people that are saying oh it's just going to be a cameo or whatnot like, I, I don't know man i think that they, like once they release the official title it's not just called deadpool 3 it's going to be like deadpool and wolverine look at it like no 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 it's wolverine and deadpool so some of the posters will say Wolverine and Deadpool, and the other ones will say Deadpool and Wolverine. But uh, I'm going to try to fix 
fix my internet torch over to Ryder as I'm buffering horribly. I'll try to read. Sure. So Go ahead, Ryder. I'm I'm not familiar with Emma Corinne, but I'm excited. Obviously, she's she's a, she's on the younger end of you know fifty. Obviously, yeah, she, she's on the younger end of forty. So, uh, you know, this is gonna be this is gonna be really interesting as her with the they're saying like the main villain or whatever it be. But my it's kind of having this conversation with some people earlier. My big concern for this movie, and I do think it's gonna be called Deadpool Three with the Wolverine claws, like the poster showed. Um, to kind of just keep it like tight with that within that trilogy, um, is that you set up Cable and Domino in the last film, both excellent, both uh, Josh Brolin and Zazie Beetz, I'm sure, would be interested in coming back for the third one. So, you know, they start filming in a few months. I'm curious to know if they're, you know, because now see Feige's in charge. Mm-hmm. So this isn't Fox where Fox needs to make announcements because they need to build hype. The MCU at this stage of the game, it's, it's on a little shaky ground, but they don't need to build hype quite yet. So I could see them keeping this like more. We'll see after quantum, quantum mania. I'm shocked at how low it's being rated by everybody. Sure, sure. Well, they've I got Guardians, yet, so. Guardians three. I think will do well because that's a different audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? There's people I know that they love the guardian movies, but they give a shit about the rest of them. So, um, but yeah, uh, regardless, the, the whole point being, I, I think, I think Wolverine will play a significant role in this. Uh, Patrick Stewart has been told to stand by. I think that's pretty much confirmation of some sort of a, you know, role that he'll, he'll play. I did but, see uh, that report. I think secret wars is going to be nuts. Like sure. all these characters, like just all, all over the place. So, but I, I think hope, gonna, that's I what they're setting role. up for. Josh Brolin yeah. and Zazie Beats, bring them back, please. Bring them back. Wouldn't that be funny if we had Josh Brolin running around the MCU as Cable? <laughs> Nobody, nobody's gonna care. It's fine. No, they're not. They'll be like, great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, this is this is a cool story. Any, any other thoughts on this before we move on, guys? Here, not really. I mean, it's here. not really that big of a story at all. It's just yeah. whatever. Like, I, I don't care. You know, as long as Deadpool is being played by the same guy, you know, we've already got the Wolverine news. Besides that, like, you know, who cares? Like, to me, I don't care who they put in there. I just want to see a good yeah. movie. I agree. I agree. Give me a good movie with a good story and good performances, and I'm, I'm there. On that kind of movie, though, it don't even have to be a great story. It's just well, got to be a good true. movie with, like, good <laughs> comedic value and, yeah. and, a, and a really fun ride. Like, the story part of it and, like, the plot and all that stuff, like I said, doesn't really have to be, like, super great to be able to enjoy a movie like this. Yeah, for sure. Um, but moving on to our next story here, this is kind of MCU, but uh, not in the MCU corner, more in the Marvel corner of things. The other, the other universe is happening in the spider animated spider realm. We have a report from variety here saying that a neo noir or Spider-Man noir, as it's called live action. Now that's an interesting Thing. I didn't didn't read that detail about it, but a live-action Spider-Man noir series is in the works at Amazon. The untitled series will follow an older, grizzled superhero in 1930s New York City. An individual with knowledge of the project says that the show will be set in its own universe, and the main character will not be Peter Parker. That's, I think, kind of obvious. But this is the second known project based on the Sony-controlled Marvel characters at Amazon Prime at MGM. It was previously announced that Amazon would be moving forward with the series Silk Spider Society, 
from showrunner Angela Kang with several other shows in the works. So there you go. Interesting report here. Now, I believe that the noir character was Nicolas Cage in Into the Spider-Verse. So does this mean maybe Nicolas Cage is going to be coming on in a live action sense to to do this character? I would be all for that. Um, if they cast some younger, different actor, great. But I would be all in for a Nicolas Cage series starring his character from Into the Spider-Verse in live action form. But what about you guys? we got to Rob first next. So uh, a couple of things. One, I definitely think Nick Cage would be interested in that uh, because, you know, obviously there's the whole lore of him supposedly who was supposed to play Superman. Obviously, this isn't like the Peter Parker Spider-Man, but either way, the cage of is a thing. It's happening. It's been happening for two or three years now. Uh, I think it would be in Amazon's best interest to approach him first and really kind of go in and be like, hey, you know, what do you think? We, do, you, do you like our script? Um, my question is, though, see, where I'm a little confused is uh, it was announced two years ago that uh, Sony had signed a distribution deal for streaming with Netflix. So, like, that was a thing. And I don't know exactly what's going on now but you know the fact that amazon's is doing these spider-man shows and it's not they're not they're not being done on netflix is interesting to show that netflix really is in peril to where they wouldn't they wouldn't have the you know money to just fork out to make these shows right but yeah we're long past the days of those like uh daredevil you know kind of shows on netflix netflix it's like nowadays just kind of feels like just stranger things is the only thing I'm really feel like kind of subscribed for, you know, at this point. And that we're not going to get any more of that for like another two years. So um, what about you, Justin? What do you think about this story? I'm going to be honest with you. Don't give a crap unless Nicolas Cage is playing the character. And then okay, I'll I was going to say, it. even if it's Cage, come on. If, if it's Nicolas Cage playing the character, then it might be like super funny and really fun, kind of like a Deadpool kind of thing because it's Nicolas Cage and like, what he's going to do and everything. So may like, I'll watch it then, or at least give it a chance. But if he's not even part of it, like, uh, and that's only because of him that I'd even be interested. Uh, but anybody else takes this, I'm probably not even going to watch it to be honest with you. And Amazon has been kind of hit or miss right recently, like with some of their shows they've been doing anyway. And it's like, is this like a rust up show just because they want to try to put like another big IP out there and hopes that they get a lot of viewership or something. I don't know if that's what this is. Is this like a cash grab thing or whatever? Or is this like, somebody's passion project that really loves Spider-Man Noir from like the comics back in the day and like really wants to do a show about it. I don't think it's going to be the latest one. I think it's going to be a cash grab sort of feel here. And unless Nicholas Cage is part Kinda of like it, that, I don't... that Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. yeah. Unless Nicholas Cage is part of it. This to me is like a non-story. I will watch Brandon. the first episode. Like unless like you guys watched it and you're like, Oh my God, this is last of us level type TV show. Uh, kind of thing like then well, I'll give it a chance obviously that's the problem that. though now that like last of us has set the bar so freaking high for all other tv shows that like anytime a new series of anything doesn't matter mandalorian or just some random indie thing on netflix or whatever it is people are gonna be like this isn't as good as the last of us so you, but but see that 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 were i mean i, I mean that kind of stuff affects stuff a little bit because like i love game of thrones i love house of dragons right People but are I'm saying that for years too. This isn't, this isn't as good as Game of but Thrones. Of they can't be about House of Dragons, for instance, like the last part of that example, because like it's only not even been out a year. So the thing is, is like the House of Dragons was really good. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. That didn't make me like 
oh, not stop to go watch something I'm interested in, which is The Last of Us, right? It's the first like show after the House of Dragons that I really got into and we're doing reviews on the channel for. But like, and The Last of Us is doing something like super great and super wonderful. I'll give things a chance if I find it like interesting and worth my time, to be honest with you. I just think of a cash grab Spider-Man noir series without a Nicolas Cage in it is just going to be something that I'm not yeah. going to waste It's my not time a cash grab. Unless, like I said, it doesn't have, have to be. To get, they have to get Cage for this. It doesn't have to be gonna Last care. of Us good. It doesn't have to be Last of Us good. But if it's like, or, or even House of Dragons good. If it's great and people are coming out and saying, I'm going to let other people be the reason why I tune in, right? Like, it's going to be like, okay, cool. The first two episodes are out. People's talking about how great this is. Like, I'm going to give it a chance, but I, yeah. I'm not. Might gonna, be a like, word of mouth thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not waiting with anticipation for the day this is going to be released. Right. And like I said, I'll give it a couple episodes and see what everybody's saying about it before I even try to jump into it, to be honest with you. I think uh, you guys are familiar with Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to have a Dick Tracy sort of vibe. Like they rebooted Gary Mason on HBO. Very good, by the way. Season two comes out this year. Um, and that's like a little more serious. I could see this being a little more fun, you know? Yeah. Especially if it's got cage, like that, that's the thing, man. Like if, if Nicholas cage signs on for these, for this thing and we're reporting on the show in a few weeks that he's, he's all in on it, that I'm like, okay, then my excitement for it has gone from not caring to, okay, now I'm hyped. Now I'm actually got something to look forward to. So I think that's definitely the, the, the drawing card right here is like, they have to get cage to sign on, on for this. Otherwise it's like, nobody's really going to give a shit unless it's just like massively everybody word of mouth. Oh my God, the Spider-Man noir series on Amazon. You have to watch it. It's so good. Even if it doesn't have cage, like, yeah, I mean, if that happens, yeah. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But uh, we'll move from our Marvel corner now over to our DC corner. And there was a lot of news this week about DC and uh, you know, some of the stuff we got in that flash trailer for sure. But I think we've, Pretty much covered that with our Super Bowl coverage. So I wanted to talk about this thing that was posted on uh, on Instagram earlier from Todd Phillips' uh, page here, and that is this first look mm. at Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn in Joker 2. And it was just this post here with the image, and at the bottom it says, Happy Valentine's Day. So... Man, uh, this is terrifying and gets me a little excited, not going to lie. Um, I think Lady Gaga has been like crushing it with some of her acting in recent years, especially with like A Star is Born and everything. So to have her and Joaquin Phoenix just in anything sharing the screen is something that I would buy a ticket for. Like it doesn't even matter that it's a Joker movie. Like I just want to see the two of them because I feel like they could have some awesome, awesome chemistry. But this is uh, definitely a, a, a cool thing that was posted here on Valentine's Day, because as you know, Harley Quinn and the Joker are, are a thing in the comics and in, in, the, in that universe. But um, I'm actually, I'm glad that we have you on the show here, Rob, because I feel like we had a conversation about this a few months ago where we were talking about Joker 2. And... We were thinking that, like, the only reason that Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix agreed to do this movie is because he's just going to completely troll us. Because, you think about it, Todd Phillips, he's made some great movies. I don't know if you can say that about some of the sequels that he's made. Those Hangover sequels, eh, 
right? But but to those have were comedies. Those were comedies. They were comedy structures and outlines. But they but he's marketing this as a musical. Right. And it well, just feels like that's the thing. It's like a musical, a Joker I, musical with Lady Gaga. This just feels like a giant troll job to no, me. It all makes sense. I mean, uh, I, other people have spoken about this as well, but to me, it makes if you're familiar with Rob Marshall's Chicago, the movie, um, what the reason that I love it as a musical is because they don't just like break into song like an Oklahoma or the sound of music. It's, it's like a cutaway. It's like the scene plays. And then it's almost like, like a dream sequence in like uh, the cell block tango. Almost like a West them, side, West side story type of deal. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So point, point being, um, I think that's the structure that he'll, he'll do to make it a musical, you know, almost as if they're like fever dreams um that they're having or whatever it be or feel like it at least but i i honestly lady gaga this makes sense because i could see her writing some of the music for it mm -hmm. um and i got faith because joaquin phoenix the only reason he's signing on my opinion is he gets to play a different version of that character because he's not interested in that's why i didn't do dr strange he's not interested sure. in playing the same guy but at the end of the movie, not to spoil Joker, but he goes from being this guy, Arthur Fleck, to the Joker. The Joker. Yeah. And he hasn't played him yet. Like yeah. fully, you know, so. And it's an interesting concept because I feel like it's going to be a lot of the movie is going to be him and Harley Quinn in Arkham. And like what goes on in budget. their minds. Yeah. Yeah. They're keeping the, the plot very heavily under wraps. So. I'm curious about this. Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. No, I mean, the only thing I'm interested in is because this is one of probably one of the first movies or maybe even the only movie or even show or anything like that. I know it's happened in the comic books and maybe in some of the uh, animated stuff or whatever. But, like, as far as live action and stuff, the really only told story about, like, the Harley Quinn and, like, Joker, like, relationship and how they kind of got together. You got some of that in, like, the video games. If you played some of the Arkham Knights, like, games and stuff like that about how they got together and met and stuff and how they, you know, met and everything is like, uh, she's like a psychologist that's going to see him in Arkham mm -hmm. Asylum. And then like things happen and then she ends up falling in love with him and everything else. Now I will say a little creepy from a man, Todd, to be posting that on Valentine's day and saying happy Valentine's <laughs> day, because that's the worst relationship ever. Like if you're in a relationship, you do not want to be in a relationship that these two people right here are having on, on that picture. <laughs> look at like look at Lady Gaga. Yeah, it's, look at it's it. one she's, of the worst. She's like she's like somehow she's like terrified, but also somehow turned on. Like she's it's not, really yeah, bizarre. You don't, you don't want to. There's a lot of women trapped in those kind of like relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like and and that's yeah. just kind of like get out of here, dude. Nobody wants that kind of like very just messed up relationship kind of thing. That's like not good at all. But. The biggest deal with this is like, yeah, subscribe, baby. But uh, I that's the only reason why I'm interested in it. I lost some interest when they said they were going to be a musical because, like, to me, that's just weird. You had a first movie that was just a normal done movie with a with a pretty good story, right? I didn't think it knocked it out of the park completely or anything. Like, I didn't think it was a nine out of ten or eight out of ten movie. I thought it was probably like a six, six and a half. Joker? Still pretty solid. Wow. Yeah, still pretty, out of 10 yeah, yeah, still pretty solid. I'd probably give that like a nine out of ten. Yeah, it's a really good. Still movie pretty solid. But look, it. it's yeah. still a good movie. Like I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it or anything, but like I felt like Viking Phoenix wasn't even playing the Joker in that movie because there's a a movie well, that he released. There's a movie the that right, but like no, hold on. Or even the character he played in that show. 
there's a movie that released not too long before uh Joker was released where I shoot man the name of it's like uh going from my memory but something about like where he's like this guy who's going out and he's trying to save like these people that get kidnapped you and were stuff never like really that. here you were never really here mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix that when I watched that and then I, I watched it right before I went and seen the Joker and I was like bro he's the same dude almost like literally he's playing the same character almost but like this one he's supposed to be the Joker so his like uh character development and stuff like that like some people that didn't see the movie i just mentioned which are probably a lot of people hasn't like i was like man it's like too similar like he's playing the same my biggest thing was people was trying to give him like an academy award possibly for this performance and i was like no nah, well, they did. He did that same well, thing no, no, he movie. won oh he won well oh, yeah. there you go so there you go like <laughs> so he won for that and this other movie like i said he did it's, just because as good it's, maybe it's huge because there, there have been two actors that have won for playing the joker so yeah, but like, but for instance, yeah. like with with this situation though, I felt like he did just as good or maybe even a better job in this movie that was on like Netflix or whatever, than hmm. as he did in this movie. So like, why is this movie getting like all the the praise and worship or whatever? Like I said, it was a good it's movie. The Joker, I enjoyed and it. Not a movie that no, half yeah. people haven't it's heard. Hamlet of, of the twenty first uh, century. <laughs> I wasn't as high on it as a lot of other people was as far as the movie. I thought it was good, solid, liked it, enjoyed it, but I wasn't like. You know, there's how dare you? There, like, automatic. How dare you have a different? How dare you have a different opinion, Justin? How yep. dare you have a different opinion? Me. Not allowed. I'll hear about it on Twitter or something. Yeah, but unlike James Gunn, I won't fight with him. They, they can say what they want. <laughs> I love James. Yeah. Gunn. So, uh oh. All right. Are we gonna have a debate here? No, I mean, uh, Delia yeah. went oh, out yeah. here with a good comment <laughs> about what I was talking about. Joker and Harley Quinn is such a toxic relationship. It's it gross. is. And she's completely uninterested right. in the movie because of that. I wouldn't say I'm completely uninterested well, in the movie because it's like it, it can be like enjoyable, I guess, like in a certain way, just to see some of these things like play out like on film because it's not real life. You know what I'm th- saying? But like some people see this stuff like back in the day when Natural Born Killers was released, like that, like kind of relationship and couple, like people almost idolized or or, or thought was a, like, bro, like, no, don't be like them. Like, you, you watch these movies, no. like in this movie, for instance, you'll be watching it for you to know what not to be as far as a relationship goes. You don't want to be in it. In real life, you don't get glorified like the Joker does in these films and no. stuff like that. You don't get like put on a pedestal and everything else. You don't become a, a, a lady that's with a guy that's like super famous or like this super big time villain or whatever that gives you a bunch of power. That's not what happens in real life. You're just stuck with a dude that gets drunk every other day that beats the crap out of you. And then the next day wants to try to apologize and make it right. And then two weeks later, you're in the same cycle. Like that's what happens in real life. That's what happens. All right. And like, there's no happy ending here. People, you you get into that kind of relationship and you live that relationship for the rest of your life. And in a lot of cases you get trapped in that relationship and you can't escape. It's a never ending nightmare. So, like, that's the only thing. Like, the only reason why I brought it up, it was kind of weird. He posted that, like, happy Valentine's Day just because these two people are a couple. Because he's trolling us. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But it's like, whatever, dude. He loves to troll that time. It's one of the worst uh, couples in history, to be honest with you. I love the Joker character. Like, no lie. I love to see an interesting villain. And that's what Joker is. He's always been this interesting villain. But, like, as far as relationship status goes, like, nah, dude, dude's the worst. Like, I wouldn't allow anybody that i knew that was female a friend of mine to go and date the joker right like i'd be like no nah, no nah, don't do it that's don't, a, probably don't. a bad idea yeah exactly 
<laughs> but yeah, exactly. there we go, guys. So we'll move on here. Answer. Yeah. So okay, so that was the last question I had about this from topic. a pitcher. Like Rob is saying that does, from a pitcher. Does I'm calling like, it out? Does Joaquin Phoenix? Does Joaquin Phoenix get nominated again for playing the it depends. Joker and it depends. Gaga get nominated and then maybe even win for playing freaking Harley Quinn of all people? Could well, happen. Okay, say what you will about House of Gucci. She was great in it. She was great in A Star is Born. That's what I'm saying. She was she's great on American a, Horror on Story Hotel. Yeah. She's, she's a fine actress. Okay. I, I kind of agree with what Rob's saying here. I think she's done a good job like on a lot of the stuff and projects that she's been on. But like, I'm going to be honest with you. Margot Robbie, to me, has been the best portrayal of Harley Quinn wow. uh, since the character, especially in live action stuff. That's uh, the only the live action out there that we've yeah. had. Like, I I guess yeah. Well, yeah. maybe, but like, she, but she fits it so perfect. She's like to me, yeah. Margot Robbie is like that Captain America, uh, like or Tony Stark kind of like uh, uh what do you want? Perfect call it? casting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, casting. Like they're they're they you put them in there. You didn't think about them at first, but then when they get the job and you see them do it, you're like, oh my god, like that's Tony Stark. Oh my god, that's Captain America, kind of deal, right? I think Margot Robbie's that same thing for uh, Harley Quinn. It is going to be weird to see like a different version of the Harley Quinn. Like Margot, uh, no, uh, crap, man. I'm having problems Lady with Gaga. names tonight. But, Lady, uh, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. Lady Gaga has played some serious dramatic roles, but there is a big comedy like and goofiness and craziness uh, to Harley Quinn. Now the craziness, I think she can pull off, but can she pull off the... Uh, slight jokes and laughter and like stuff like that that comes with being harley quinn can she do that who's to say she's so my thing is is like joaquin phoenix again he's such a versatile actor that i think he could play the zanier versions of joker that we've seen you know not necessarily jared leto level but somewhere in there um but who's to say like because this this is a little bit more of like a serious like darker tone she might not be that funny in this movie. It might be more of a dramatic performance because yeah, I agree with that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Justin, Justin, the Harley Quinn we have right now with Margot is like full blown bonkers. She's been Harley Quinn for ten years, locked up in prison. This could be, you know, is this when she's still the doctor? You know, has yeah. the transformation yeah. happened yet? No, even though but I get your point, Margot Robbie's amazing. That's what I think too. I just because of the based on this look that she has in in this this first look here, like, like she's like she looks terrified. I think this is the Doctor Harley Quinn that we're seeing. Uh, the thing is too, is that like there's a couple of things here that I want to point out real quick. Uh, one of them is Brandon. Uh, maybe this movie will highlight that, and I totally agree. And I also want to talk on the aspect of like, listen, even though I'm saying that like maybe she can't do it, even with the James Gunn stuff, like. Uh, maybe he does a great job and like rekindles the fire for DC. And then like DC becomes like even better than Marvel is right now, you know, in the future or something because of a job he does. I want, unlike most people that have their opinions, I want to be proved wrong. If I'm a little negative on something, like I want her to go knock this out of the park. I want people to tell me how great this movie is. I want people to be like, dude, you got to see this. And I want to go see it and feel like they do after I see it. Like, Oh my God, thanks for telling me about this movie. Or in, in whatever, right? Like I, I'm just pointing out some of the things that I think could be a problem. But like I hope I'm proved wrong, right? Like and Brendan says, like, wait, 
uh, to the movie. The movie may highlight the fact that she can throw in a little bit yeah. of comedy, comedy and goofiness and craziness in there and stuff like that. That fits the role perfectly. And maybe she becomes the new Harley Quinn that everybody wants to see on screen. Right. That might be the case. I'm just saying with something like this, you do have to be careful, like because if you go in there and she drops the ball just a little bit. Everybody's going to be like, oh, she's not my Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie. Everybody's going to be whining and complaining on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Nobody ever, nobody ever. And does unlike that. most people on the internet, my mind can be changed. That's the problem I have with a lot of pundits on the internet, like YouTube space, Twitter, like all that stuff, is that most of them are getting dead set on their things. And if they say something's going to be bad and it turns out to be like good, they won't just come out and say, I was wrong. This was been great. Like I seen some people come out before The Last of Us and stuff because they thought there was going to be some woke stuff involved in it or whatever. And was like, ah, oh, it's going to be terrible. They're going to change a bunch of stuff. The show's been great. Mass appeal over 90s and both critics and audience score, which don't happen very often. And then they still try to nitpick every little thing they can find to try to prove themselves yeah. right. I'm not going to do that. If she comes out and plays an incredible Harley Quinn kudos to her dude like i said i hope she wins like 10 awards you know what i'm saying because she does such a good job because guess who wins if that happens i win by getting to we watch win. an amazing performance the audience. An amazing movie. yes like and that's the biggest thing there so yeah it's, it's like i said like that, that's straight up 100 that could happen or you know what i'm saying it, it is dangerous it's the same thing with like james gunn uh getting a new superman out there that's going to be dangerous, right? Because of the fact that what happened with Henry Cavill, you put a new Superman out there and he drops the ball just a little, it don't have to be a lot, just a little bit. And he's going to be ostracized. He's going to be like, Oh, this is the worst thing ever. And then all of a sudden now you got a lot of hate. Now James Gunn's got thousands and millions of people to fight with on Twitter because he made a bad decision. It's dangerous. This is a big time, a uh, high profile move that could backfire. And that's the thing that we got to see. Will this backfire? Will them choosing? Like you said, Dagan, to possibly troll the crowd to make this a musical. Is that going to backfire as well? We don't know. It's got to be great. Like if I go in there and it's say like a, a mediocre musical, right? I'm going to hate this movie Oof. because they set it up in a different route. If I go in there and it's like, oh, one of the best musicals I've ever seen, then there we go. Like, right? Like that's totally opposite. But if they go in there and they do this as a musical and it doesn't work right, the pacing's wrong or whatever, it kind of destroys like the, the movie, then you're going to have a lot of issues with a lot of people hating it. Yeah. Yeah. Some interesting thoughts for sure. There's a lot of DC stuff to talk about. I'm sure we're going to keep going on this for a while. Um, Cause it's like, it's kind of interesting the way that DC is trying to make a comeback while Marvel is sort of, I don't know, slipping a little bit. I don't know if you can call it There's that. Dense, but right? Marvel's yeah. bleeding. Yeah. It's like in Rocky Four, baby. Y'all just did that review on the channel. Rocky Four, yeah. big dude's bleeding. He got cut. Like here we go. Like that. There, that proves that they're human. Marvel's human, and they're they're falling back. Mm -hmm. Their movies aren't coming out to as big of a success with critics and fans. Uh, they've had a bunch of misses compared to what they did on the first like fifteen to twenty movies they made and everything else. And I don't think people are as excited. People started getting excited as we got closer and closer to Infinity War and stuff like that. And that big, huge apex that they had. And now they're like, what are we getting? Okay, uh, Kang the Conqueror. Like, Kang. what's going on? Yes. Like I said, not as many people know about Kang as they did about Thanos. And now we're finding that out a little bit. And like I said, the setup is a, a little weird for this so far. They might write the course mm -hmm. and make some great movies going forward uh, and everything. And I, I personally enjoyed the uh, uh, the last uh, Doctor Strange movie like more than most people did. 
so we'll see what's up. And I just love that movie more than most because it was different than most Marvel movies. It was it had that like hardcore Scarlet Witch coming out being the super like I'm wearing this right here. She was basically like Michael Myers going through there, like hacking folks up and stuff. And I enjoyed that because it was different. It was something new that Marvel put out there. The problem with Marvel is it's just like the same old, same old. You got some superheroes, the very beginning of the film, something happens that knocks the superheroes down. Then you got the bad guy there. Sometimes they're interesting, sometimes they're not. And then the good guy comes and overcomes all odds and like beats the bad guy somehow or whatever. Maybe that ain't what Quantum Mania does, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's interesting because we're at a period right now where like, you know, it, it's interesting to look back because people talk about like, like first fifteen movies were all bangers, not necessarily the case. I mean, you look at some of those early Phase One, Phase Two movies, like they weren't all these, phase, you know, your phase three Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, all these classics that people talk about, like get a whole ones in a row until we got to probably like phase three so or phase, phase three so the way that people look at it and now like oh they're really slipping because they've had like you know spider-man way home everybody loved that movie home you have like three mm-hmm. or four eternals she hall yeah eternals Hulk, crap yeah whatever She-Hulk was whatever whatever it is uh dr strange multiverse of man is divisive. you may love it justin but very divisive you know, yep. um, even Black Panther Wakanda Forever, great movie. People like loved it, but the consensus was, was oh, Black Panther won. You know, so it's like yep. we haven't have one of these that's felt really beloved, like your Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, I think for, for a couple years now. So the the fact that Quantum is probably going to be just another one that people are either love it or hate it. It's a little bit like uh, well, Marvel needs well, a couple like these Marvel shows. in a row to get back on the all the ship, Marvel like I think the Star Wars show on Disney Plus has kept Disney Plus a little bit afloat, although they had some like bad news uh, recently about like how many employees they've had to cut and all this stuff and money setbacks yeah, that they had to deal yeah, with and everything yeah. else. And like on Disney Plus's side, and they lost like two and a half million subscribers. Uh, the the Star Wars stuff I think on there has been pretty solid, right? Has it been like Last of Us yeah. good or House of Dragons good shows? I don't think so. But like Andor oh, was a really solid and, show. Andor is, yeah. Yeah, Andor is a super great show. And like even some of the other ones, like The Mandalorians and stuff, that's been super good. But they've been on a pretty good stretch with the Star Wars show so far in content. But over there on the Marvel side, like literally it's been hit and miss. There's like two of them. I ain't, two yeah. of them I haven't even watched an episode of this came out because there's no excitement. Like nobody's talking about how great it is. Like, I can't even remember what happens in like the Falcon Winter Soldier, to be honest with you. Hawkeye was like the only thing anybody ever talked about in Hawkeye, I think, was like the uh towards the end, whenever Kingpin showed Kingpin. up, and, like another yeah. character. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody cared about the show until that really happened. Nobody talks about no, the shows after you got Haley Steinfeld as the star of that show, and people weren't even really talking about her. She was great. Yeah, yeah no, and, and, but think but about like, it. When's the last like time you sat around? Star, and, but- When's the last time, though, that you've sat around? Like, all right, so it's been months after House of Dragons. People still bring that up every now and then, right? Like, not constantly, yeah. but they bring it up here and there, like, in conversation about, like, a great show or whatever, right? Like, if you talk about a really good show, recent memory, people bring up the House of Dragon. How many times? And, like, there's people that bring up the things that's happening, say, like, Mandalorian Season 2 uh, and that kind of thing, right? And some of those shows the Star Wars side. But how many times have you seen people just bring up out of nowhere and want to talk about a, a Marvel 
uh, Disney Plus series. Like Loki, yeah, kind of, but yeah, Loki was the last one, I think. Loki, I actually enjoyed Loki because it was different, it was weird. I like it, but like uh WandaVision, other ones have you seen, yeah, right? But that was even before Loki. That's what I'm saying. Like, after yeah. Loki, like what's came out, this people got real excited and talked about it. the only thing they talked about was She Hulk is like, uh-huh. oh, she's uh shaking her butt, like you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that was pretty <laughs> much <Torking. like>, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. It's it's an interesting time that we're at for sure. But um, let's move on. Speaking of time, we're going to move on to our next topic here, which is all about time, and that is a runtime. John Wick Four coming out right very soon. Uh, try, trying to see what the March twenty fourth, March twenty fourth, John Wick Four coming out, and it has been announced that the movie will total in. At two hours and 49 minutes, almost oh, full God. three hours of Keanu oh, killing blokes. And I, oh, I say, God. I'm going to admit no. something. I haven't seen any of the, the John Wills, okay? Same. You can shoot me for, for saying that. I haven't oh, seen God. a single one of these movies. No. But I hear they're great. I hear this no. is an franchise. But Keanu killing blokes for three hours justin you seem like you have some thoughts on this go ahead man man this is gonna be garbage like i don't know maybe they do this movie completely different but i love the first two john wick movies because they were still kind of new still kind of fresh i thought john wick 3 kind of fell to the wayside because like they did a move like where they flip somebody over with one hand and then use their gun hand to shoot them in the face like they did the same move like five times in the same movie because they're coming out of or they're not able to come up with like creative ways to do this kind of stuff anymore i thought the the first one had its stuff it was fresh and new the second one came up with just enough new stuff that you could still be like please i think part three slowly devolved into like well we know you like this from the first two movies or we know you like this kind of thing so we're just going to keep doing it so they kept doing it and doing it and doing it i don't want to see two hours and 49 minutes of like them doing it and doing it and doing it over and over and over again like i don't want to i like in two hours and 50 minutes like how many people's got to die right like i mean what like come on bro and it's like you can only come up with so many things to do with like guns and stuff like i don't get it it's like somebody got hit in the balls like 10 times in the last john wick movie like i know people love this franchise and series and i do I truly love the first two films. I recommend anybody to go watch them. And the third one's not bad. Like I still rate it above average, even with that slight setback that I said I that I didn't like about it. It felt like they were being too repetitive with a couple of things. But like, come on, that that long in a theater uh, just would like, man, no action movie should ever be that long. Like, no action movie should. Well, ever be I don't. That long I don't have much theater. to say about this. So I'll go. We'll go to Rob next. Uh, but. My big question is, why does every movie have to be three hours long? Why can't we go back to the days of hour and 45 minutes? That's Boom, why I love the hard genre, Dagan. Not one of them were three hours long. Matter of fact, the last one it's I true. saw wasn't even two hours long, and I enjoyed the crap out of it. It was a good movie. Megan, by the way, that's the movie I'm talking about, was a good, solid movie. I was out of the theaters. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Two hours, I'm out the door. I enjoyed the movie. I got to eat my popcorn or whatever, but there's no reason for an action movie. Like, Cause I know you guys ain't going to have a lot to say about it. Cause you guys haven't really joined in on the John wick love or whatever, but like answer this question. Do you think any action movie should be almost three hours long? To be honest with you, should any, any action movie I mean, be like no. three hours long? 
I mean, the last James Bond movie was almost three hours, but and it was definitely great. was some. There was some stuff they could it could have definitely cut, like. But I, even though of, that's a little different because it was the last time somebody's playing a character, so maybe they wanted to fulfill this yeah. complete story arc or something with him, and they needed the extra time to do it. And that's a little different because it's part of like a. a I, it, it's, it's just because of that aspect, right? Because they're they're changing actors with James Bond, so maybe they wanted to do some loose yeah. ends or or make this character fulfilled. So they like did. maybe every right. now and then with something like that, right? Like that can be out of this thing. But nobody, I don't want to watch a Die Hard movie. The reason why Die Hard is so great, one of the reasons is, one of the reasons why Die Hard is so great and fun and stuff is because you can pop it in back in the day, your VCR, and you'd be done with it in an hour and 39 minutes or whatever, right? Like, it's not this super long movie. You get to enjoy it. It's fast paced, bam, bam, bam. That's the thing. It's like an action movie supposed to be super fast paced almost throughout the entire film. You're going to keep that up for two hours and 49 minutes. Like your brain's going to explode. So Die Hard Look, three is definitely over two hours, and Die Hard one's like uh, I want to say like an hour fifty. I I totally get I get your point. This whole extra forty five minutes is what's ridiculous because these yes. action movies just get more and more bloated. They just keep you know more celebrity cameos, more gunfights, more car chases. Look at the Fast franchise. I tweeted out when Fast Seven came out. I, I retweeted the trailer and I go. I thought this was a movie about people that race cars at night. Like, yep. no, it's about, know. it's about family. <laughs> See, I would have followed the frat. Yeah. I'd have followed that franchise and kept following it. E even though they added some of the crazy stuff, they could have still did that stuff, like the crazy action sequences and stuff, but still have it based on people that loved cars and like built cars for racing and stuff throughout like this series. I've kind of fallen off is because like you said, the first like three movies was about that was people having cars and nice cars and yeah. like fixing them up. And so I thought that was like a cool thing to like watch and like it, it made it enjoyable for me. And then you also had the action scenes and stuff, which made it even more enjoyable. And now it's just like, you know what you're going to do. Like you're just going to go in there and sit down and watch. Now they're going to space. Ass. You're going to go, cars you're going to go watch a space. movie. You're going to yeah. go and watch a movie about magnets that obviously have brains. You know what I'm saying? Because every time <laughs> they use the magnets, the magnets decided every time what they wanted to do differently. I've said this multiple times. I was like some of the stupidest stuff I've ever seen in a movie. The, like, the new hey, villain for Fa Fast and the Furious 11. Magnets. The cars themselves. They've now become self-aware. No, I'd watch it if it turned it into a maximum <laughs> overdrive thing where the cars turn on the people, man. I'd be right? I'd actually yeah. watch the shit out of that. I'd be down for that. But yeah. Uh, any any other thoughts on this, uh, Rob? But other than why does every movie have to be three hours? Look, we got uh, we got Creed three coming up, which I am really really hyped for. And you know how long that movie is? The runtime, one hour and fifty six minutes. They're doing it. There right. you go. Thank you, thank you, whoever thank directed you, Michael it. B. I just to, Michael yeah, B. thank Jordan. thank thank you. I appreciate it. If anything deserves a 17-minute standing ovation, it's uh, it's look, man. Bad. Sometimes my ass needs a rest from the seat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God, dog, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's sitting in the theater for three hours is it's a chore. Like do you, you gotta think, get up and get yeah. Do you guys think this will be the last Creed movie? I do. He no, he already said he's gonna do another one. Really? Yeah. I haven't uh, heard. I've heard mixed bag things about. Hey, like, they keep Bugatti. putting out bangers. The first two creeds are really good. They keep putting out really Stallone good things. Yeah. Have a story to tell. Yeah. I'm always cool if they Stallone have a natural not, story to tell. They've been adamant that Stallone is not in this, and I said this during our our Rocky uh, retro reviews. I have a bad feeling that like early on in the movie, Michael B is going to get that phone call 
that you don't want him to get. And then there's going to be a very, emo- very emotional funeral oh scene. My, dude, I'm going to cry. Um, Fuck, yeah, bro, it's going to be, cry, it's going to be tough. Whoa. Yeah. That, that thought her- occurred to me when we were watching, I was like, we just watched Rocky Balboa, which starts with him visiting the grave of Adrian. And it's just like, Oh my God. Just like, like we talked about the feeling is- every day. Yeah. Just like we talked about with John Wick, I, I will relate these two franchises. The John Wick thing seems so repetitive because it's just, like I said, a bunch of violence, a bunch of people getting shot, a bunch of people dying. Yeah. Sometimes not even super creative. They just do the same move over and over again sometimes or whatever. The difference between that and, say, the Rocky franchise, which you can say is Creed, I mean, that's all the part of the Rocky franchise, is every movie felt different. There was a different reason for this guy to do this, Right. You had the first movie. He was the underdog trying to build his way up. He got, he trained super hard. He was able to like get a split decision or whatever. And then in the second movie, it was him trying to actually like capitalize on that aspect and that chance and become like the world champion. So you had that part of it. Then in three, you had like his trainer dying. Like, and and there's this guy coming at him now. He's he's a champion. So like every single Rocky and Creed movie, even though it kind of ends in a boxing match, right? Well, except for five, been, which ends in a street fight, and it's it, terrible. It's still, it's still a boxing match, but it's not legal. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's it, it wasn't, uh, what do you want to call it, like professionally in the ring, but they still boxed each other. They still fought. But even though every movie ends with some kind of a boxing match or fight, whatever you want to call it, even though the stories are all different, there's always a different reason why you're trying to get to this point. There's always a different yeah. reason why you're trying to go after this guy or this guy's coming after you. You know what I'm saying? There's always something new to the story that brings it to being fresh. That's right? because of Stallone. And that's why I have the pro- I'm starting to have a problem with John Wick is that it's okay. We got this guy that can kill a lot of people in a cool way, like because he's like a gun ninja. And we're just going to do a bunch of these moves over and over again because people like it. Like it's people's coming after him all the time and he's having to kill them. You guys having to kill our, uh, every one of them. Yeah. Right. The first one was great. Cause they had the story about his dog being wronged and everything else and him getting revenge. But after that two, three is, it was just, okay. People are after him. He's got to kill everybody. Okay. How many times can you see Keanu shoot somebody in the face? Uh, it was about 20 times in the last movie. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. Well, in two speak- hours, 50 minutes. We'll probably see it 60 more times. This is true. Yeah. Speaking of murder. Wow. What a segue there. Uh, let's move on to our next segment. It's going to be our last topic of the day. And I got to hey, keep this going. I want to throw this in there real quick. A quick news okay. thing before, because I don't want to like ruin this topic. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll save, the, save the thing at the end. I yeah. do want to say that the last of us episode five, another banger episode. Oh, hell yeah. Se- this season has been truly amazing. We have our, me and Dagan, actually, we had to do it without Ferris on this one, but we have our episode five review out there if you guys want to watch it. But on top of that, like, I just want to say that this is crazy numbers. The Last of Us episode five, and they had to move it to a different day, which was on a Friday. And that's kind of like sometimes hurts a show because like you, everybody's used to watching it on the same day. They changed it from Sunday because of the Super Bowl to Friday. The Last of Us episode five, Seven and a half million. Yep. They got viewers. they got more viewers. Their viewership keeps wow. going up. Yeah, no, no. But the seven and a half is like when it's released, like that first 24 hours. Seven and a half million viewers. That's not counting anybody that watched it through the weekend that don't even care about football or whatever, or even till today. 
seven and a half million viewers. Just craziness is happening over there. Now, look, I think the move away from Sunday this week was smart because yep. no, I agree. You, nobody wants to run head to head with the Super Bowl, right? However, if they had, if they had, I still think it would have drawn a huge number. I think it would have gotten at least a few million people watching it. Just sure, just, because there is just an my theory. Not interested in the Super Bowl. A lot of people, some people just watch exactly. the Super Bowl for the halftime show. They used to watch it for the commercials. Those the commercials. are on YouTube now. Yep. You know, I get what you mean. But it, so again, are the trailers. My, my only you comment know. about it is that they did a excellent job advertising the fact that they were putting it out on Friday. Um, in, instead of Sunday, it was, it good was marketing. advertised on yeah. HBO max in a caption. And then before, uh, before, and at the end of episode four, they advertised it as well. And so it was only five days later. So it, it stayed in a lot of people's memories. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, man, I'm with you, Jess. Just of us absolutely crushing it. This is like some of the best television that I've seen in years. There's been some great Just television the last few years, but man. I want to see the final episode numbers and what it's going to be because I just looked up. Most people will say Breaking Bad was the best TV show of all time. A lot of people will. I don't think, but I haven't even really watched the entire series. But like, I so would I say that, really speak on that. But I think The Last of Us is going to give Breaking Bad a run for its money. But so I, the I can't believe this, I'm saying that the Breaking Bad right. ran for how many seasons, Dagan? Six. Six seasons. Yeah, well, the and five well technically, but be. the fifth one was split up. Yeah, so yeah. As far as more recent stuff, I know there's probably even different numbers on stuff that were older or whatever that was popular at the time. But more recently, Breaking Bad, still popular in like say the the Zeitgeist. They even had a commercial during the Super Bowl with some of the stuff on it. But that show, very final episode, the buildup of all those years, their number of watch viewership for that episode. 10.3 million viewers, which is great. But the last of us in the middle of their first season, and some people still don't know what it is, but in the last of us, middle of the season, episode five, no reason for you to necessarily be there to watch it. Seven and a half million, and a half million. views. And, and that's not the initial views on HBO Max. This is not counting all the people that maybe don't watch it live that go and watch it after the fact, you yep. know? So, like, even more impressive, like the combined numbers of how how many people are watching the show, it just it's it's insane, and it's especially because it it's not a cable, it's not on cable TV, you know. Some people still have cable TV and they pay for HBO and they get it, but mm -hmm. it's a, like a lot of people, like the majority of those seven and a half million people are probably watching on AO Max. So, really impressive stuff. But it's it's deserved because right. the show is so freaking good that it's like you would expect to pull in this kind of viewership but yeah justin let's uh let's move on to our last topic of the night and i'm i'm, I'm, I'm keeping it going i'm keeping it I'm going excited. it's the horror show we gotta gotta bring the horror show in for this show i wore this hat for two reasons because one i knew we had some horror show style news but for two this is the hat that i got while i was with brandy uh, the last time that we were together for Valentine's Day, I wore it in resemblance of that uh, and everything else. Although she's giving me crap about a Twitter message or whatever, because I didn't, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let's go into it. Let, 
often. You're talking about the president on Times Day, man. That's part of it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dagan. Yeah. This story, I think, is getting me the most excited out of any of these stories that we've read so far today. And I'm hoping it might be the same for you. Because the guy that is behind Winnie the Pooh, Blood Honey, which is a man by the name of Rice Freak Warfield, Mm has now gone on record in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter saying... Oh, yeah, he did. ...that Winnie the, Bo- Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, will be starting a cinematic universe. That's right. Oh, yeah, he did. You're getting the horrority parody cinematic universe ca- crossing over Bambi the Reckoning and Peter Pan Neverland Nightmare. The quote from Frank Waterfield here saying, the idea is that we're going... To try to make in the same world so we can have crossovers. People have been making, saying that they really want to see Bambi versus Pooh. Oh, yes. Do I want to see Bambi versus Pooh? He also goes on to say here, there are many, 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 many other ideas out there which aren't tied to Disney. Loads of old fairy tales and urban legends, concepts with your childhood. And they're the ones which I want to build up into a twisted alternate reality. So there you go. Winnie the Blood and Honey. Uh, 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 a trailer that I think made a lot of people on the internet angry. This small group. That, maybe not as small as you'd think. There's this group of people like you and me, Justin. But maybe like Rob here. That are clamoring for some some uh, storybook violence. And, and characters think, murdering each other. I just can't wait. Yes, Bambi versus Pooh. Give me that movie now. I, I actually think that obviously the Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey is not something that actually like when they came up with that just to do it. I don't think. I hope this movie makes a hundred million dollars. I hope it does too. But like the thing oh, yeah. is, it's like <laughs> when they come up with an idea for this movie, I don't think they even had an idea for like the cinematic universe. But as like the t- no. Twitter blew up and stuff about this new movie about Winnie the Pooh, and then they have talked about Bambi the Reckoning and stuff like that, and like it getting like a lot of like uh, you know views and clicks and stuff like that. That like they kind of got this idea now. I actually think it would be super smart and intelligent. And could be fun if they could come up with a great way to put it together to where this universe, right, they're talking about is basically all these old, like, fairy tales or fables or characters, like, in, in this, That's like, what he's saying. Uh, kind Jack of storybook the Beanstalk, world. Right. Like, uh, so, like, all these old characters that are now, like, in this in this one world, right? Like, so, Earth's like it is today, but say, whenever. Anything that's in the public happened, domain. Yes. But but any of these characters. Anyway, so we have Earth. Yeah. We have Earth normal as it is today. But like one day, like something happens, and like all these like stories and fables and stuff and storybook stories and stuff, like the characters start actually coming to life. But instead of being like super good, like we tried to put them in the thing, maybe they were the stories were changed over time to make them for children. But maybe these stories all were super bad, you know, kind of like what they did with uh, the, the the fairy tales and stuff in the uh, what's the name of it? You know, uh, Hansel and Gretel and stuff like that started out super yeah. bad and then they became like uh, more child friendly over time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. So right, then you had like you do the Hansel, thing. Gretel, Witch Hunters, which was not yeah. very good. That but back, that went back to being dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like dark but childhood so, like, I fairy think- tales. But then. 
the other thing is Justin, you get like Stiltskin or something, which is pretty dark already. You know, so yeah, already. So you yeah, can exactly. Take kind of those kinds of stories as well and merge them in there. But you have to be good. Like he has to be careful now. Like I get it that like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey might not be a, a you know, a cinematic masterpiece or anything. It might be just something to go have fun with and what have you. Kind of like I'm going to go see Cocaine Bear when it comes out. I'm not going yes. there to watch any Oscar performances or anything. I'm going there just to have fun because it's like a stupid story about a bear to get some cocaine. Let's see the crazy. You're going to see Cocaine unfold. Cocaine Shark, which is apparently a. But a they have to make this stuff with like good quality if you want to bring it up. You know what I'm saying? If you want to like, they're going to have to really put thought into it. It can't just be craziness all the time. If you want to make something like this, you want to make it good. You want to make it popular. You want to make more and more people want to see it. Make it good quality and good story mixed in. Yeah. Right? Like I, I will say, though, this movie could be terrible, but also an entertaining terrible. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, I like so it. Bad it's good. Yeah, I've always wanted to do like a, a thing where like I discuss B movies, like where I go and find these like B movies that whatever is supposed to be horrible, whatnot, and then like do an actual review for them and stuff like that. But I just don't know if enough people would like want to watch something like that. Yeah, what do you think about this Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey cinematic? Are we gonna WTBHCU? Is that is that what we're going with? Uh, many letters. Well, just. Uh... Just call it the FTU fairy tale universe. Um, I like that. I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, one being based on the trailer we got, like Justin said, they're gonna have to up their production if they want to make this a cinematic universe. As of right now, and uh, prove hopefully they prove me wrong, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I think Cocaine Bear definitely has a little bit more of an appeal. I, I think the Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey thing is almost like more of a laugh. Like, oh my gosh, like, let's see this. So I think people are going to watch that and you will not be able to take it seriously at all. I I, I highly think that you won't be able to. Oh, if you're going to go watch that movie and take it seriously at all, period, for right. any minute, don't go watch yeah. it. I mean, I'm talking yeah. more of like, it's not a horror movie, it's a comedy, basically. You know, mm -hmm. um, but I think, I think a lot of people are starting to go, oh, wow. Things that have reached a certain copyright date are now becoming public domain what can we do to get in on it? And, you know, it's like, there's this old, there's this old story that like when the Beatles first came out, there were a lot of bands that would purposely um, like, you know, from every range, start the name of their band with the letter B because when you're at the record store and you're skimming through, you might stumble upon it. Right. It's the, the same birds. thing. With, yeah. The sure. It's the, the same thing Beach with that. boys, the BGs, right. you know, like very known, very known IP names like Winnie yeah. the Pooh, right? Um, and Peter Pan and stuff. I don't listen. I haven't seen anything but this trailer. But how do you? What are you going to have? Like a furry deer fighting a furry Pooh <laughs> bear? Like I, you know, I mean, right? I, because I, it. The, the, the Winnie the Pooh, you know, the Winnie the Pooh and Piglet in this are obviously adult, grown men with masks on. Like, right. it's not, they're supposed to be these characters, but they're obviously men with masks. You know, like, and we, what do we know about this director? Is he, is he, is he uh, credible at all? Like, I mean, like he might say they plan on doing this, yeah. but it's like, 
you know, yeah, we'll what see. does that look like? No, it, he's not like James Gunn out there running the DC universe. Right. You know Just have a 10-year like, plan for the, the horror cinematic universe. Like but I'll I'll go see it. I'm 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 very just curious more than anything. Like it's gonna be absolutely terrible, but it's one of those terrible things that you might not be able to take your eye off, like Justin's striptease at the beginning of the, the show. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, that's gonna pretty much do it for us here tonight, guys. Uh any other final thoughts as we wrap up here and do some plugs? I guess we'll go to you first, Rob, our special guest today. What you got? Yeah, you can find me. You can find me at Rob Fishbeck, uh, the Rob Fishbeck Network. Uh, my live album just came out today; just dropped. Nice. You can find that on anywhere you stream music, Spotify, Apple Music. You can also find it on my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/backslash Rob Fishbeck. Uh, Characters of Culture—that's the show I'm on. Also, uh, Elder Millennials Behind the Counter. Dagan, we got to get you on soon to talk music. Yes. Um, yeah, we're live on Thursday talking uh, favorite supporting characters from TV shows. Nice. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. And you know, guys know where to find me at Dagan SB all over the social medias and all over the let's get ready network. Um, yeah. Rocky series, the Rocky reviews that me and Ferris have been doing. We've been having a lot of fun with those. So make sure to go check those out on the channel. And, and, uh, always blokes wrestling. Uh, I think we might be pre taped again this week. I'm not sure yet, but, uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And, uh, yeah, that's it. You know, you can find me. About you, Justin. Yep. Uh, find me here. Uh, with that being said, uh, thank you to Rob for joining us. Like I said, Rob's part of the Patreon. He was able to come in and join on the show. Uh, people with certain levels and stuff have that perk and everything. So if you want to join the Patreon, be on one of these shows. That's one of the aspects. You can also just join for a dollar and hang out with our community and stuff, which is pretty fun. Uh, and besides that, like uh, until next time, guys. Peace. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow and I move fast. And that's fact. Only I can make a change. Slow.